Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one, because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my DC... E irritable friend Frank, how are you today? Ah, uh, you said it, buddy. You said it. I'm a little, I'm a little irritable today. How are you though? I am doing just fine. The pollen in the air is, you know, possibly killing my lungs. But mm. besides that, I'm doing well. You sound pretty good. Thank you. Well, yeah. I guess that's important. That's all that really matters, isn't it? On a podcast, um, I mean, it's not all that matters. I care. You know, my friend, I care. I care oh, about you, I, my friend. I care about you, too, and I, your well-being, of course. I care about your well-being, and I care about what you're drinking. I, sir, am drinking a maritime lager from the Newburyport Brewing Company. Mm. I love Newburyport Brewing. Yeah, it's quite refreshing on this summer day. What are you drinking? I am drinking, uh, I've never heard of this before, Alternate Dimension uh and uh it's from it's well i guess it's it's <laughs> it's a trader joe's beer that's why i haven't heard of it alternate dimension it's a joseph's brow brewing company <laughs> joseph's <laughs> brow um yes uh alternate dimension alt beer ale and it is quite uh it is quite it's it's a, it's a little hoppy but it's it's very malt forward and it's uh it's very like dark dark tasting but sort of light bodied well, Frank, I'm glad that you are drinking. I'm glad that you're drinking a dark beer because we're here to talk about the DCEU, mm, and yeah. nothing says nothing says dark like the DC universe. That is right? true. That is so, very true. So, Frank, so there've been there've been five DCEU movies uh, to speak of. There's been Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman: colon, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman and Justice League. Those are those are the five. And we have Wonder Woman 84, Aquaman, and Shazam coming out, not in that order. If they were do if we're doing it in order, it would be Aquaman, Shazam, and then Wonder Woman 84 or nineteen eighty four, which is the official title of the film. I actually was curious about that, whether it was nineteen eighty four or eighty four or Wonder Woman two or what? I think it's Wonder Woman 1984 cool. is the official is the official title. Cool. I could be it's definitely 84 or 1984. It's one of those. Anyway, the point is Frank that it is well documented on however many podcast episodes we've done together. Um 200 and 213 with this one. 213 episodes well documented that you are not a fan of the DCEU apart from Wonder Woman and mm. some parts of Justice League, but mostly <laughs> yeah. just Wonder Woman. Pretty much. 
And I am a DCEU defender. Mm -hmm. And while I don't think all of them are great, looking at you, Suicide Squad, Mm -hmm. I think that they hold much merit. And I think, and recently we know that uh, Jeff Johns has stepped down as chief creative officer of DC and has kind of moved into this new role in which he'll be writing more comics and writing films and writing for their TV pro programming and mm-hmm. all this different stuff. And that first movie that he's writing is the Green Lantern Corps. And as we know, Jeff Johns does Green Lantern well. Real well. Real well. So we my question I guess to you is let's reiterate for the audience what is it about the DCEU that you do not like? So this is I'm gonna start this by saying this is purely um purely subjective. This is my personal opinion. Okay, this is not, and 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 I don't by any chance by any. Um, so you're not a representative of Warner Brothers. I am not a representative. Yeah, no, no. But I'm saying what I'm also saying is though, if you like the DCU, good. Like I'm glad that you're getting movies you like. I'm happy for you, but they don't do it for me. And that's like I don't want to be convinced otherwise. I don't want to be like I've had you know conversations on Twitter where like I'll say how I feel about them, and people are like, "But you have to, but you have to think about this and think about that." And I'm like, "No, I am. I just don't." I just don't like them, and 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 I, and maybe I'm guilty of that too. Like where I try to be like, but but this is why this movie was good. But there comes a point where it's just sort of like you can try to convince somebody a movie is good, but if they don't like it, they don't like it, and that's okay. Um, as long as you're not yucking anybody's yum, as long as you're not you know trying to trying to say like, well, you shouldn't like this, and here's why it's bad, and you're bad for liking it. That is not what I'm saying. So I just want to get that out of the way up front, so we can have a conversation about it. Well, that's nice of you. I'm um, glad that you don't think I'm a bad person for like. Well, I'm not talking about you necessarily. You are a I bad know. person, uh, but I'm talking. No, I'm kidding. No, but I'm like for any listeners who might be offended because they like the DCEU, I know people get very heated about Marvel versus DC, and especially now. I just, I'm just saying, like it's not, it's not anything personal, and it's not like I think people who like them are bad. I just don't enjoy these films because the versions of most of these characters that I have always that I grew up with and always. Um, the reason that I liked these characters and I'll, I'll first and foremost is Superman. For me, Superman is my my way into comics, right? That is what got me into comics was my love of Superman. So if you're getting Superman in, wrong and by again, wrong in quotes, my version of wrong, then uh, it, it's going to be it's a, an uphill battle for me to to get on board. And, I, you know, a couple of days ago was actually the anniversary of when Man of Steel came out. That's correct. I rewatched it. Oh, in nice, honor. nice, nice. It took a, actually. I didn't know it was the five year anniversary. I just felt like watching. Mm. It. Funny. Um, well, it was, and um, I saw my posts on TimeHop, which is this app that shows you what you posted oh, yeah. on, on different what did social you networks. Say? When I when I saw the midnight screening of it, so I saw it right away, and my initial reaction was it was pretty good. I think I'm going to like it more the more I think about it. Turns out I liked it less the more I thought about it. <laughs> I was like, ah, there was one major thing that I, I disagree with, but otherwise, you know, it's it's all right. Um, and that major thing was the way that Zod goes out at the end. Uh, but I think I think you can just spoil it, Frank. I it's been out for five years. Okay, so Superman most snaps. People who, most people who are listening to this episode knows know what happened. That's that's fair. It's five years, and yeah, uh, Superman snaps Zod's neck at the end of the movie, and that that really didn't sit well with me. And 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 I haven't 
I, I've disliked it more and more ever since. Now, there are things about those movies that I really like. They're not all bad. Man of Steel isn't all bad. It's really good in parts. The way they show Krypton is really cool. His his first flight is a really cool sequence that made me like smile like a little kid in the theater. There's definitely really good things about these films, but I feel like they are there is a more cynical take instead of a joyful take in the people who worked on the first four or five DC films, not not including Wonder Woman, and, we, and what we can talk about in a minute is that the creative team has changed. But um, I feel like there is a cynicism of... Uh, I, there's a, a corporate de- detachment from Warner Brothers of, yeah, these nerds, they like their comic book movies. We own a bunch of comic book characters, so we should make some of them. Uh, and they pulled in Zack Snyder, who knows comic books. They pulled in... I mean, they had Jeff Johns for a, a couple years there at the helm in terms of being the... was a chief creative officer. Mm-hmm. So those are those are... You know, on paper, very good steps, especially in my opinion, Jeff Johns. I love, I love his work. Um, but they didn't, in my opinion, they didn't really the characters as they were on the screen didn't weren't uh, true to the roots of the characters on on the page, uh, and that's something that I think Marvel has done actually quite well. Where they're not exactly the same, they're like, oh my god, they're swearing, they're cursing, they're they're doing uh, the, their stories are not the same, or they they their twists on on the Marvel stories that you know. But I feel like at the end of the day, Captain America is like extols all the virtues in the movies that Captain America does in the comic books, and same for Thor, and same for Tony Stark. They are fundamentally when you boil them down to their essence their essence is still there and it's still relatively intact and i don't feel like dc has done that quite as much i would say they've done the, batman actually as much as people were like down on batfleck i think he's one of the sort of truest to to his character uh out of out of superman wonder woman actually was quite true to her character but superman wasn't i'm not really sure about flash yet because i feel like i haven't seen enough of him to really know if more than 50 percent of him is is true to the character or not i there, there's a, a few things that are troubling to me chief among them superman um and that's why i kind of cut justice league some slack because once they started to pull back on superman being as dark as he had been and making him more of a now it was it was done up too quickly and suddenly the whole the whole public seemed to be like superman fans even though they were all like you know the end is nigh before um but but i appreciate the effort there even if it was done somewhat clumsily to make him more of the beacon of hope and more of the um more of the like role model that you know i i know superman is supposed to be i've talked a lot it's your turn Okay, well, that was a good almost 10 minutes of talking from you. That was good. I have a few things to address. Um, one, I also agree with you. I also agree with you about the the neck snapping from Man of Steel. It doesn't really bother me anymore. I think I'm, I guess, desensitized yeah. to it in the film. You know, I just kind of go with, okay, this is what happens. And there's comic precedent, which there doesn't always have to be, you know, movies or media influence you know comics and comics influence media it goes back and forth it doesn't always have to come from the comics you know you know classic comic krypton came from the donner superman film so you know so 
it doesn't always have to it does you don't always have to pull from the material so that that I agree with you I don't think people were people were down on Batfleck before Batman v Superman but almost nobody has been down on him since then so I think it's that like people were down on Heath Ledger before the Dark Knight and then you didn't you haven't heard a bad word since so so I would I'm kind of pushing that to the side that doesn't matter anymore because we're we're way beyond that. I do think that Justice League kind of neutered Batman in a way That's that, true. in a way that you know, I just actually I just watched Batman versus uh, Batman v Superman uh, after Man of Steel, and and having not seen it since Justice League came out, I was like, oh my god, right? Like Batman was great in this movie. Like he was really Batman. Like really like dark and sober and like all this stuff and then going back and then thinking about my memories of batman and justice league i'm like wow that was one a lot of reshoots and two like what a different like what a different take they they decided to go with that character almost kind of like also whatever i'm batman i guess it doesn't matter (laughs) here's a joke um and so where i think i think you're right that the maybe classic ideal of Superman is not represented fully in the DC universe. Wonder Woman definitely is. Mm-hmm. Batman kind of is. Yeah. You know, um, Cyborg kind of is. Aquaman kind of is. Flash kind of is. We're not quite there yet. Um, we haven't seen enough of them to really, like, to really know, right? Like, when, once once the Aquaman movie comes out later this year, and once we see more of that that character having more solo time or like more time in the sun, you know, then we'll, then we'll know like, okay, are they nailing this or not? But what little we got in justice league, I feel like I don't really know whether they got it or not. Right. And sometimes the, um, the Snyder take on a character is not going to be indicative of the, the whole. So for instance, so like the Snyder take on wonder woman, I don't think is as good at like in Batman v Superman say, isn't as good as, as her film agreed she's not fully realized in bbs so but she is fully realized in her film so that's a better take yeah um yes. and i think the the same can be is going to have to be said for cyborg aquaman flash whatever um i had another point but i i think oh the cynicism part i think that you you're right in that they they're overly cynical films and you are not a cynical person you're a naturally optimistic person except when you're talking about the dceu Mm. uh and so i but i am a cynic i am kind of a cynical person which is probably why i've attached myself to them a little bit more because i watch them and i go yeah that's that's how people would react to this i think man of steel actually does that well where it's not like oh wow look at that man in a colorful costume he just caught a helicopter wow what a weird world i live in do 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 going to get my cup of coffee do 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 right. do that, that's not the world that's not how anybody reacts to anything so that's um, that is a really good well finish your argument i i, I want to have a rebuttal but i'm gonna finish it what you're saying sure um and i think and i and certainly um and certainly marvel has had its time doing things like that you know if it, civil war is built around people reacting uh reacting poorly to the antics of the superheroes around them right um but 
there is nobody at like the real power level in in um the first say five marvel films you know superman is superman could wipe the floor with all like all of them no contest superman shows up in infinity war even thanos loses <laughs> like there's like there's there's they're just not as powerful as the dc counterparts or at least that's how the these current slate of films are portraying them uh i forgot what my next point was going to be so you go ahead and make your your point right now <laughs> okay so you said like well that that is how people would react like that's that's realistic you would see people you know mistrustful of superman and and sort of like you know unsure about what what exactly this alien being here what his presence means uh for mankind i agree with that but my my sort of fundamental and this is where i go back to it's all a matter of like personal opinion and what you like and and what versions of the characters you like to begin with um for me i come at this from an angle of i'm not watching comic book stories because i want just a like pure reflection of the real world right i i want something more uplifting i want a beacon of hope i want a fantasy i want a, a little bit of escapism you know like just 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 a touch even just a touch and i feel like the only fantasy element of especially the snyder influenced films is well these are people with powers and then like aside from that aside from that one element of these people have powers um or they're aliens or whatever aside from that piece it's it's like assume that was real go you know like like everything how would that actually pan out in the real world if actual aliens arrived or people actually got powers or this billionaire was actually able to to build himself uh you know armor and gadgets and everything to be a to be a a hero and and be detective so that it just that premise of like what if this was like in a super realistic world doesn't really interest the premise doesn't really interest me so like i would read that as like a one-off like oh that's an interesting uh like elseworld story about like oh what if superman happened like in the real world but that's generally not why I'm going gravitating towards those stories. It's more for the fantastic element of it. So that's fine. It's just that those are not the movies they're given. DCEU is giving us right now, and so yeah. that's why I'm I'm less than pleased with them. That that's how I felt a little bit about DC Comics until Rebirth where I felt like there was a little bit of a cynical aspect and a little bit of a, we need to make this cooler. People don't think this stuff is cool. What do we can, what, what can we do? What can we, let's take things that are cool on paper and put them into these stories to make, to make up for the fact that our characters are lame. It's coming from a fact of a, 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 a position of weakness of this isn't good enough on its own. We need to spice it up to make it cool for 2018. And I d yes, you can say that other franchises are doing that, but that's not the fundamental like cause for for the reason why stories are the way they are. There are aspects that are modernizing. Yes, you have to keep it fresh and relevant, but I feel like DC is coming from a, a, a place of we need to, or, or else this is lame garbage because they're old and they're goody two shoes characters. Um, so let's make them badass. Whereas Marvel is like finding a way to do both. You can have Steve Rogers be really charming uh, and and optimistic and, uh, you know, like the 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 light in the darkness that everybody looks up to 
and yet he doesn't feel lame. How how are they able to do it with one hand tied behind their back because they couldn't start off with Spider-Man or Fantastic Four or the X-Men? They were able to do that, and yet DC can't with their big guns coming out. I mean, their biggest, arguably their biggest, you know, their, their longest running character certainly was the first one to kick off this universe. And they haven't been able to, even on a box office level, be able to, or, or a critical level, reach the same level of success that that Marvel has. All right. So I, I have a couple of points to this. So I think one, I think it's important to remember that Man of Steel is a direct reaction to to the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. Because, because the Dark Knight trilogy, particularly Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, made Warner Brothers billions of dollars. Yes. And so, and that is a, that is a trilogy of films that goes, okay, what if they are in a real world? Yes. Right? And so, if a, what if a man dressed like a bat and fought crime in the real world? And they're cynical and dark, and it worked. And so, that, that same formula was then applied to Man and of Steel. And that's the problem. What if, what if, um, let me finish. Let me, let me finish. Um, what if... What if aliens were real in the real world? How would people react? And so it, even just counting the the Superman part of it, it's just what if aliens were real? How would people react? And then and so from a business standpoint, you can see on paper, which is what to your point where they're not fans. They're just, you know, suits looking at numbers going, OK, um, this this made us billions of dollars with this popular character so therefore this popular character will also make us billions of dollars with the same formula discounting that that's not really that's not true to that particular character um which is also why if you if you watch the progression of those five films they get more comic booky as they go on because that formula doesn't work most of the it only works with characters who are depowered once you once they have supernatural elements to them or science fiction elements to them it's not doesn't work that formula doesn't work anymore so i understand i understand i understand that that point where you you want escapism you know and some and the the world reacting as the realistically is not escapism for you which i agree with which is why i think if you're actually talking about the just say the dark knight trilogy those films are not as quote like rewatchable as as you know say a, say a disney movie because you're reminded of the real world and the terrible things that can happen whereas say you know Oliver and company is like, oh, the dog's on the run, but then the dog gets found and there's a Billy Joel song and I feel sure. happy at the end of this. You know, it's a completely it's a completely different sensation. Um, I don't think that makes you know, that doesn't make them any any less good or bad. It's just like you said, it's it's personal. It's personal it taste. Um, but I think a I think what can be perceived as a then lack of direction from that hurts your audience and so as you which we we know plagued the dcu so man of steel had a clear direction which is why it's probably one of the better films out of the whole lineup 
it's actually it's a like it's a well constructed movie. There are no plot holes or you know weird casting or anything like that. It's just a it's actually a really solidly made movie. That one thing really like turns fans one way or the other, and so um, having actually even just rewatched it, there's a lot. There's even a lot of optimism in that. There's a lot of optimism in that film, and that. Can you expect that kind of optimism to kind of continue? Because the film ends optimistically. So you want it to continue into BVS and it doesn't. It talks about the optimism. It talks about people being on Superman's side and everything. But there's a big gap of time between Man of Steel and BVS in which we don't see that optimism play out. So it goes from cynical to cynical, which is unhelpful for a viewer because I'm like, yes, I understand that people love superman in the comics but as a viewer i need to see that on a screen otherwise it doesn't it doesn't exist don't tell me show me it's a visual medium you need to show me these things exist so but if you go back and and you really listen to the dialogue a lot of it is about how people are on superman's side and it's just it's actually a small minority that's like we superman needs to answer for things but it doesn't even start until his until he goes to save Lois in the Middle East. That's the thing that flips the switch for people on Superman, which is the beginning of the film. So you don't see the optimism before that. That's the problem. Um, and then Suicide Squad, as we know, is like a direct like, hey, we released this amazing trailer and everyone went bonkers over it because the movie looked so much fun. So then Suicide Squad is just a reaction to that. People going, oh, my God, that's not the movie we made. We actually made a dark movie. Quick switch the yeah. things add some color and that didn't work and but justice league was already being made by that point because it was basically filmed back to back with bvs and so it was too late to course correct that in the middle of production because production was almost done they were moving into post-production by the time all this happened so then wonder woman is the first film really past justice league that has been like hey this is our new direction and so i think it's actually unfair to say all the DCEU movies are going to be terrible moving forward, you know, for people who didn't like Man of Steel, BVS, Suicide Squad, whatever, because Wonder Woman should be your now example of what it's going to be moving forward. Because the people, most of the people who were in charge of Wonder Woman are still there moving forward. This is our optimistic direction. And there's still a bit of cynicism in it, right? You know, let's, you know, um, it's there's still that in some ways, like not I wouldn't call it real world reaction, but, you know, there's it's more it's still not doesn't feel as comic booky as, say, Guardians of the Galaxy. It doesn't. Right. Right. Um, And so so moving forward from Wonder Woman, you're talking Aquaman, Shazam and Wonder Woman 1984 those are the movies that you should judge on the new merit moving forward. I think, and I think Justice League is like a, it's like a, here, look, we tried to course correct for you, but it was almost too late. It was. So I think it was very important for WB to kind of bridge the two fan bases together because the the Snyder fan base is, is quite large. It's not, you know, it, they have a very powerful voice. It's quite large. And the Snyder haters are also, it's a, it's a, I wouldn't call it a 50-50 split, but it's pretty close. And, you know, because these movies do well at the box office. They don't do 
great. They do, or at least Justice League didn't do great. It did well. Um, and so I think it's important to bridge those two fan bases together. And so you you have to include some elements of everything for both. But I think, say, like that poster of Shazam with him sipping on the soda, that's true to that yes. character. I'm looking at that going, yeah, you got it just from the poster. Like, you totally get it. Even, like, the Suicide Squad poster, like, they didn't get those characters. They don't get those. The marketing team doesn't get those mm-hmm. characters from the poster. Yeah, they're bright and colorful and weird and hot topicy and whatever, but that's not really who any of those characters are. The Shazam, you got that character. The Entertainment Weekly stuff that came out for Aquaman looks amazing. I was like, oh, wow, you understand mm-hmm. that character now. That's a high seas adventure. I'm going to watch Pirates of the Caribbean with Aquaman, and it's going to be awesome. Or a Lord of the Rings underwater, or something like that. That's cool. You got it. You without even seeing a trailer, you're like, okay, I trust you. You know, James Wan is a good director. He's made some great. He's never made a bad film that I've seen. So I have nothing but to trust you at that point. So I guess my question for you is: If Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman eighty four are all good mm-hmm. movies, are you still? going to be on the side of well they're not doing it no right. i mean if they turn the ship around if if okay if of these upcoming three movies if two are if if i like two of them and like i said this is purely subjective but if two of them are are like what i think they, the level of quality and the level of storytelling i think they should be then i will be relieved and i'll say okay there was there was wonder woman and now there were two of these three that they've turned around I feel like we're on we're on firmer footing. Hmm. Yeah, I would. That's good. That's good to hear because I I don't want every movie to come out and go. Oh well, it was good, but it was probably a fluke. Oh, what well, was good, but it was probably a fluke. You know, like eventually, not just you, but I guess the naysayers are going to have to at one point see a few films, good films in a row, and go. Oh well, maybe they that's got it. it. That that's the thing. And like, does the common you know, moviegoer, does the typical moviegoer, cat passive, not a big DC fan. Um, so, in other words, not you and me. Do they? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess on the on the one hand, do they really? Does I feel like some people don't even know like what's DC and what's Marvel. Um, oh, they definitely don't. Absolutely. Although no I idea. feel like when people say like it's a Marvel movie, that carries a lot of weight, even for even nowadays for uh, for common audiences, for like um, non. That's definitely that's definitely true. The brand carries weight. But not, but, but what characters belong to that brand is still a little up in the air for some people. Um, there are still some people wondering why Marvel has not made a Batman movie, even though Batman has appeared in three out of the five DCEU yes. movies. Yes, technically four if you count the email from Bruce to Diana oh, and yeah. Wonder Woman. So five, if you count the Wayne Enterprise right, satellite that does not count. steel. So basically, Batman's been in all five, four and a half. And so, but people are still, people wonder those, people just don't know. But but it's not probably, it's not something that they should know. You know, like, do you know how many companies, like, uh, I don't know, how many magazines are under the Vogue No, right, I, I get, I get what you're saying. They don't know what publisher publishes what. Like, yeah. Right, it's not our. It's no, not it's their not. world. But but when the movies come out, I think it's not not everyone and not most people, but some people kind of. Oh, that's a DC movie and that's a Marvel movie. But if you 
pop quiz someone on the street and said Batman, DC or Marvel, they'd be like, uh, I don't know. I, I guess Marvel because right. I like him and I like the Marvel characters, right? So is he Marvel? No? Oh, crap. You know, like I, 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 that I think is how it would go. In fact, if you search Twitter for like Marvel Batman, you'll find people being saying exactly what you just said. Like, why hasn't Marvel made a Batman movie yet? Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I, 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 I want these movies to be good. I wanted them to be good since Man of Steel, like especially Man of Steel, because that's my favorite character. Um, and I was all excited for it, and I had it as my phone wallpaper for like months before the movie came out. You know, like the poster of him like flunking. So I'm a total nerd, and I wanted Superman to be good. And I was like, "Oh, this is only okay." And then as time went on, I was like, "I don't think I like this." Is that make me a bad Superman fan if I don't like this major movie? Um, but I've now come around where I'm like, I don't like it, and it's okay that I don't like it. It's just not my interpretation of the character. It's okay if you do like it. Uh, like what you like, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. But, um, you know, don't get mad at me for not liking it. Not you, not you, Tim, but, but, you know, don't get mad at me for not liking it. I don't know. No, I think your, your dislike is well documented. I mean, there's a, there's a big difference between saying, you know, I, I don't like it because the tone is not right. for me versus, um, it's a bad movie. I don't like it because they're, because it's a bad movie and they're stupid yeah. and I don't I, like I'll it. agree wholeheartedly with what you said a couple of minutes ago where I think that Man of Steel is probably the best movie out of uh, well not no wonder woman's probably the best movie i think wonder woman i think wonder woman but pulling but before wonder woman came out man of steel was the best film um and and i don't like it i don't enjoy it but it's a good movie it's a well-constructed film um and justice league is probably the shakiest of those of those movies no i think i'll i'll we can agree to disagree there. I, I thought Suicide Squad was fine. I didn't I didn't have as many problems with it as many people have had. Um but it's a poorly edited film. It's not really the f- that, like, I agree with that. Just, I agree that the editing was not some good. Some things just Pacing. don't fit to get a pace. It just does not fit together the way that it should. It's I got agree. a very odd pace. It takes way too long my, to get My going. point is this, and I think we can agree on this. The movies where there was a lot of interference after the initial after uh, principal photography was over that is where you feel you feel that and you may not be able to pinpoint exactly the moments like you know people were trying to be like oh that's a snyder joke and that's a whedon joke or whatever in 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 just league it doesn't matter specifically whether it's a snyder moment or a whedon moment what matters is you can feel that the whole product was altered and that the vision of the of the creator wasn't seen through to completion because a committee decided they were going to look at the spreadsheet and make changes based on that instead of letting somebody make the movie they wanted to make. And so ultimately that those movies are worse off for it because you have too many cooks, too many mm-hmm. cooks. So there are too many, cooks. too many cooks. Too many too cooks. Many cooks. I, I think, I think you are, I think you are correct. And I, I, what I think is actually, an interesting point about that is that the interference that you, the interference that you speak the studio interference that you speak of you don't get in Man of Steel Correct. BVS and Wonder Woman so they actually feel they actually yes. better films that's in what I'm that saying sense. like I just finished the I just finished the extended cut of BVS and I know it's the extended cut so it wasn't everything that was in theater but I, I watched it I was like this is like there are some things that I don't like about it, but it all fits. It all makes sense. And I mean, the characters are true to the narrative that they've created. Like they might not be 
Although, actually, Superman might be like, he might be sad in that movie because people aren't on his side, but he, but he's not, he, he's recognizable as the character. Uh, you know, you prefer to him to like the story to revolve him being like an inspiration of hope and the story is like questioning his, you know, authority on being a hopeful figure, which is, but like, but Henry Cavill's performance itself or like, like he is recognizably Clark Kent in Superman. Yes, you know. Yes, um, and so you he's know, never so been it's my not, problem. It's not a market. No, yeah, he he's is. quite good, and 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 I think all, I most most casting in the DCEU is actually is actually fine. Really, some of them are not the versions of the characters that you might expect. So let's say Jason Momoa's Aquaman is not the clean cut blonde 50s aquaman but he's certainly the 1990s peter david mm-hmm. aquaman like he's very much that style which is a legitimate version of that character so it might not be everyone's version but it's also the one that currently exists in the comics right now so it's um so sometimes it's not the characters it's the narrative that they've chosen to share about mm-hmm. those characters mm-hmm. And I think that Wonder Woman has a a narrative that pleases more people. And I think that these three movies moving forward are going to have narratives that please more people because, because they finally figured out how to do something. I think maybe Warner Brothers might be figuring out how to do something their way without feeling like they're yeah. copying, but also not just applying a cookie-cutter formula that worked for one character to dozens yes, of characters. Yes, that, that's a really good way of distilling down what I feel like their problem has been, because they're like, well, we're not going to do what Marvel did, because that's just too copycat, so we, we refuse to do that outright, so what else? Are we, anyone have any other suggestions? And the other suggestion that they seem to have wanted to go with is like, well, this worked for Batman, what do we do for Superman? Great, let's do it. Well, people didn't like this, so let's tweak it a little bit. Alright, let's keep tweaking, let's keep tweaking, let's keep tweaking. And now I feel like you're right, with Wonder Woman and hopefully Onward, they have figured out, like found their footing and figured out what they need to do. And I, I really think one of the key things is having people who understand, the, like who actually like the characters and, and, and understand them. I've read too many things from Zack Snyder and David Goyer where they say like, yeah, I don't really get Superman. Like, I don't get what the big deal is about him, but you know, I'm going to try and make him relevant. And I can understand why you would think like, oh, this guy sees what what doesn't resonate about this character and he wants to make it resonate with modern audiences. I can understand why you would hear that guy say that and be like, that's who we're going to hire to do our Superman movie. But it didn't, in my opinion, didn't work. It, it, you know, Man of Steel did very well at the box office, but but over the last couple of years, that overall direction has not resounded with people. And there are those who will say, well, if they would have just... If WB would have stayed hands off and let, you know, Snyder and, and the other creatives make the films they wanted to make without getting WB's hands involved, maybe the other films would have done well at the box office, too, wouldn't have done even better at the box office. Um, and maybe that's true. But as somebody who didn't care for the direction that they seem to be going, I'm kind of glad that they are now, it seems to be, they're course correcting. Hmm. No, I... Actually, that's an, I. There's a there's a big part of me that just w- actually wishes that like I just show me what that creator can make, because ultimately they're always going to make these films. 
You know, as long as these companies hold these IPs, they will make these films. They might go through lags, like we might not get as many of them in 10 years as we're getting now, but that's okay. In another 10 years, it'll start all over again with a different direction. And so a part of me says, you know what? So show me 10 films that are cynical because then I'm going to get another 10 films in a little while that aren't. And then I'll watch, you know what I mean? And I'll have different, I'll have different versions for different moods and then everybody's happy. So nothing wrong with that. It's a, no, it's not. I think we should revisit this after Comic-Con because I'm sure there will be some, the Aquaman trailers showing up at Comic-Con as we know. So I'm sure there'll be other things to, I'm sure there'll be other things to talk about. I would love to do that. Yes. Um, Yes. Yeah. Okay, well then, Frank, where can the people... They, they can, can they find, find us at BeerWithGeeks.com, BeerWithGeeks at gmail.com, at BeerWithGeeks on Twitter. Thought Bubble Audio is where you can find this podcast and, and a whole host of other shows, including Supergirl TV Talk. We just had our finale this uh, this past week, so if you've been watching Supergirl, you want to check out our finale recap. Um, of course, uh, you can also find shows like Hate Watch with us, which is always a delight. You can find Academy Rewind, which is coming back in July. Uh, we, we gave you a little... Uh, a little uh, taste of, of one of our fan favorite episodes last week on this feed. And hopefully you liked it enough. You could check out Academy Rewind. Um, I also want to mention a podcast that I am working on uh, separately, and that is the Untitled Tech Podcast. If you like technology, if you're sort of like a, an enthusiast uh, and just a fan, you like Apple or Samsung or Google or Amazon or whatever, um, me and Brent from uh, Suicide Quad. Wow, Suicide Squad cast, say that three times fast, uh, and Fans Without Borders and uh, the uh, DC TV Squad cast. Um, uh, Brent and I have started this little venture where we're just talking about technology every every other week. We're going to do it for a few weeks, see if we like it, see if we want to continue it. So tell us if you like it. Check us out at UntitledTechPodcast.com or anywhere you can find podcasts, and we'll we'll have a blast doing that. Cool. Cool. Well... Frank, this has been a cheery mm, conversation. Indeed. I think, you know, of course, of course. But I say until next time, cheers. cheers.